an official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Lean on him. No. You want to speak into it, Echo? <laughs> What's up, guys? We're back with an episode of, well, an episode as if it's our first one. <laughs> We're back with an episode. We're back with another episode of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. And um, we have a guest on today, and I'm actually going to let Gina intro this man because he's family. <laughs> he is family. So we are here with my brother-in-law of how many years? 25? Yeah, like a long time. 92? Yeah. Think. Yeah. Anyway, this is Joe Clements, my brother-in-law. He is a, uh, we were just going over what, what we thought you wanted to be called. And it was a, say it again. Not an asshole. <laughs> Besides that, <laughs> uh, a mindfulness teacher, facilitator, yeah, group leader, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So, like, you know, I'm sure um, all of us, just like regular dummies, we always see like mindfulness everywhere. Mm. You know, everything's about being mindful. And I, I, I mean, I have a little more insight into it because you've been doing this for a while, mm-hmm. um, but not that I practice it. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think so. But. Uh, yeah, uh, you've been doing this for a while. So why don't you explain to us what for the, you know, mindfulness for dummies. Well, mindfulness. For well, dummies. even before, let's just just uh, maybe how did you get into it? How did I get into it? Yeah, yeah I like that. OK. Yeah. Um, how did I get into it? I got into uh, it's been a jagged path to this mindfulness meditation stuff when uh, I ended up um I was in recovery uh, from drugs and alcohol, maybe a year and a half into it. And I've been introduced to mindfulness before um, in my early 20s when I first got sober. And uh, some of my friends were really getting into it. And, um, you know, I went and it was like, yeah, I don't know. I went to like one of these groups and, uh, you know, went in and everybody's like cross-legged in this like, knotted up position. So I knotted up my legs and cramped up <laughs> yeah did, did the exact went in same there thing. and uh closed my eyes or like the bell rang and I said, oh that sounds nice beautiful boom and then i closed my eyes and everything just went Rah! i'm like oh shit <laughs> and open my eyes real fast you know and i'm like okay try this again and just like slowly from quiet to loud i got and i'm like this is some bold there's no way yeah so like basically turn my back you know these people are lying a bunch of hippies anyway boom <laughs> because the point of that was to what like calm your mind because uh, i feel like every time i shut my eyes and like if, trying the, to be calm the, i it's worse the point of meditation of right. mindfulness sure yeah yeah, yeah for sure like for i said sure. it's for dummies like for me i've never done yeah. it before yeah, so. you know and that's the thing it's like it's not it's a practice and that's not it, that is like part of it it's a total part of it and um um, and I'll get to that, but the, what leading to how I, I really got onto this path was that, so when I was getting into recovery again, those people, friends of mine that were doing that stuff, they kept doing it. And, you know, one of them was going to become a monk, but he decided not to do that. And then, you know, they became these 
meditation teachers, these mindfulness teachers that, you know, tour the world and write books and they were doing the, the, the stuff and it looked really appealing because they were, uh, they had some ease in their life, you know. So when I got sober again, after multiple relapses in my, four, up in my, until my 40s, I, I got sober in 2010. And um, a couple years sober, a year and a half sober, and doing all the stuff that, you know, I was supposed to be doing, you know, and I felt good, didn't really feel like using, I didn't feel like using, but I was still angry, still irritable and all that kind of stuff, and um, those friends were still doing this thing, like, all right, what's up with this stuff, show me what's up, you know, and uh, and I went, and um, it was different, it was like, you know, like there was chairs set up, I'm like, I can sit in a chair? I'm like, Yeah damn okay and that's one bonus <laughs> thank god yeah and i'm like oh you know it gets pretty hectic when i close my eyes and i then don't close your eyes I'm like what the fuck like, what are you talking about you know and it's like no man it's like seriously all you need to do is when you're breathing in just know that you're breathing in when you're breathing out just know that you're breathing out I'm like all right i can try to do that you know and, and look around first we don't want to go in. it's can be a bad neighborhood in my mind you know don't yeah. go into it alone you know <laughs> so I look around, you know, and found some place, you know, some trees. I can like, okay, I can vibe out on that if it gets too hectic in my mind, you know. So what I did is I just, when I was breathing in, I just was saying in. When I breathed out, I was saying out. And I did that for a couple of times, and I wasn't tripping on all the, the anger, this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, there's something here. You know, there's like, it wasn't about stopping the mind. Those thoughts came back, but I had a breath of peace, two breaths of peace. And I'm like, oh, I want more of that, so. I just <laughs> continued practicing, you know, yeah. and my friends were nice enough to really put me on and like, let's go. You can come to all these retreats we do. And then later, you know, five years into it, um, pushing me to teach it and stuff like that. So that's how I got into the surface part of it. Very cool. And you were doing that. Um, what was what was the place, um, the festival that you were doing for a while? Too? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, we're traveling around with wanderlust. Wanderlust. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause so, I remember, uh, Michaela, your wife, my sister yeah, yeah. kept joking. She was like, Oh yeah, jo Joe's like off checking out a bunch of women <laughs> yeah. in yoga pants yoga and their pants. asses no, right now. <laughs> no, of that. course you no, weren't. I'm of a course total you, good Buddhist. <laughs> of course you weren't. <laughs> so yeah. Buddhist. I was a Buddhist. <laughs> you were a Buddhist for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was super cool. It was cool. That's why I yeah. actually... Uh, was really getting into explaining and figuring out what I'm really doing and how I was can. It's hard to articulate this these teachings because it's like or this this practice because it's such a personal thing, you know. So like no, like you like everybody says, it's just stopping your mind. It's like good luck, you know. Right. It's well, like, yeah, I know because like I couldn't even luck. sit there when I tried to do acupuncture yeah, for more a, than like a yeah. half hour with myself. It's tools, basically minimal tools to to just can we ignore the mind for a couple breaths cool and it's like doing you all do work you work out right mm -hmm. okay it's like yeah, okay. hey <laughs> yeah you work out <laughs> you don't even work out bro oh um but it's like doing uh let's check this out so it's like uh doing uh, like that, a mantra in your head no it's doing like mental burpees you know what i mean hey i can understand that you know what i'm saying I definitely like go almost I, for me, like when I, when I get into like a meditative state, when sure. I'm training, it's like, uh, you're just in it. You're not yeah. anywhere else. You're not. Yeah. You're totally in the moment, mm -hmm. in the pain, if it's pain yeah. or whatever it is for sure. But even the practice of meditation of, of following the breath, like in the beginning, when you first did burpees or whatever, maybe you could do a couple. Yeah. I mean, 
don't know. You might have. You might have. You might have kicked some ass. Did more than a couple. But anyways, like I in the beginning, I could only get one or two breaths before I was just like tripping on whatever I was tripping on. Yeah. But the more I kept just bringing it back, all right, mind's tripping, come back to the breath. Then I'd get four breaths, five breaths, and you know, and then maybe it led up to a couple minutes. To I can sit for forty-five minutes, and you know, the mind waters wanders, but it comes back, and I'm not taking the thoughts and the emotions so personal anymore. So it's, there's some calm in there. So it's it's like a mental practice of working out, you know, mm-hmm. just bringing back when our minds tripping and like what i need to do or what i should or shouldn't have done you know it's like can we just bring it back very cool actually comparing it to burpees is a perfect comparison for people to understand too because something like those of you that maybe haven't tried meditating or you know getting into the mindfulness practice and things like that if, if you can understand burpees everyone understands that there's so many that you can do before your mind almost starts to recognize how much pain you're in <laughs> or how tired you are. And yeah, it can yeah. become very overwhelming and make you very like stressed or yeah, you have yeah. that like adrenal, you have that response. that's like stop yeah, and like yeah. freaking out. And sure. um, yeah, so and, I like that. But yeah. realistically with burpees is like you always can lay down and stand up. Yes. You know, like it's not hurting you. Yes. It's not a movement that's going to injure you. So as you practice and as you become more familiar with that feeling, you're able to stay calm longer. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And, and it's knowing your limit too. Mm-hmm. Knowing when like, yeah, it's too much. I'm done. You know, and, then, even and with it's the, okay. And it's okay to open your yeah. eyes. You know what I mean? There's so many things I'm, I'm, I can't do that. I can't, you know, it's like, you know, I open my eyes or whatever. I moved. It's like, yeah (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so same thing it was like oh that was enough burpees (laughs) you know yes no and then unless you're in a competition yeah (laughs) just keep going yeah never we should have that i wonder if like people like a meditation competition where it's like people yell at you to stay calm (laughs) (laughs) you can do five more minutes stay calm stay focused focused. Don't, don't look at me i'm over here just like gina, put gina in like a, a like some sort of a little weird little outfit yeah. and just like trying to <laughs> get him to look at me gina in a weird little outfit symbol, sounds like killer to me, no matter what it is oh just but yeah put you in like a put you in like a monkey costume with symbols <laughs> don't look over here ignore gina yeah. oh my god focus, focus. Well, we, ca- we'll we play it. we play a game that's like the, in the first because i go into uh juvenile halls and teach mindfulness and meditation to the youth up there. Which is so cool. I love that you yeah, do that. It's yeah, it's one of the most rewarding things ever. Yeah. But I don't go in there and go, all right, yo, just close your eyes and let's get meditated. It's like, <laughs> like F you, dude. So I go in there and like, let's play a game called Still Chillin'. Echo, you played Still Chillin', right? Yeah. yeah that's my son. Right? Yeah, introduce Echo. Yeah. That's, this is my son, that's, Echo. That's my nephew. Yeah. Cutest little guy ever. Echo, will you tell me how you play Still Chillin'? Um... Yeah, um, so if there's one, so everyone has to stay still, and then there's one person trying to make them, um, move, um, and then, like, so you're trying to stay focused, but, like, they can try to make you laugh and stuff, so you just can't move, and... Can you laugh? No. No. If you you laugh, then you're out. Then you're out. So still chilling. The last person sitting. Yeah. So you, like, pick something to focus on. You know, it's like, just pick like something on the floor, or whatever it is. Or if you want, you know, we try to say, don't close your eyes at first, just yeah. to pick something, you know, and, um, 
and it's, it's cool because people will focus on something and you can actually really at one pointed focus you can actually nothing else is happening that's the mind just focusing and we can do that you know and showing that they can do that that we could all all do that you know so it's from the just that first thing is, is really cool you know that we can't Have you ever gotten anything to move I, by no. focusing on it <laughs> no okay that's next in your practice <laughs> no that's, levitation that's I, when you know yeah. that's when you know you've made it yeah well that was a misconception of this shit right it's no, like I, know, oh, I, I can't do this i'm like i you know a well regular now I, person now like, i have a great beard when am i supposed to like leave my body yeah, and look down and be like oh shit that's yeah. my body yeah. look that's at if that you're on a hallucinogenic man, whatever yeah, yeah. well there is, is ways level, to do that what level is that yeah I'm, that's the cave level i'm at like level one mindfulness i'll be <laughs> yeah. chilling at yeah. i'll be still chilling at level one you're mindfulness. <laughs> well i was joking for there's the levitation <laughs> part i was joking for a while because i was like every single year for the CrossFit games, they would just have just one more impossible workout yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then they were talking about like the huge strides that, you know, these people had, had overcome to do so much more, you know, just in a very short time, yeah. you know, like what their bodies were capable yeah. of doing. Yeah. And so I was like, what's going to be next levitation. Yeah. It's going to be like, okay, everybody's going <laughs> to levitate for 50 yards or 50 meters. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, so that maybe that is next. Maybe. Yeah. You can teach it. Maybe. Yeah. How, um, I guess before now, and we'll talk about kind of what your 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 new adventure you're about to get into. Mm -hmm. But how many retreats and like were you going on? Like, what was kind of like your schedule like when mm -hmm. once you started teaching? And um, maybe you can give us tell us about what a schedule was like at mm -hmm. one of those and what you did. Okay. How many people? Yeah, yeah. Um, like that that I was teaching or before yeah. I started teaching Maybe because you said you started going to these wanderlusts wander yeah, prior but I, to yeah. teaching, right? So, yeah, that was more of like some, I was just helping out. I was kind of this road dog uh, for a friend of mine that was doing some teaching on um, some of those. So I'd set up a booth and sell books and stuff like that. It was that. just a way of me making fun of you for yeah. looking at girls' butts, really. <laughs> yeah, That's the only reason I brought it up, to make you uncomfortable, make you sweat a little bit. It's all good. I'm good. <laughs> First of all, we, uh, we'll talk about this when we get to your next part, but still chilling needs to be a t-shirt. Still chilling. I yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, but when I first started getting in, like I said, my friends, like when I was finding some relief, I'm like, wow, okay, this is super cool. Now they put me on where it's like they're teaching. So I, I got, I was privileged enough to be able to go on these really cool retreats. So we do seven to 10 retreats, not in the beginning. The first one, I think I did like a three day, you know, kind of silent. So a silent retreat. You sit, yeah. <laughs> not work for me at all. You sit for, um, and so it's not really a retreat. It's boot yeah. camp, you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely. sit, walk, sit. So you're sit meditation for 30 to 40 minutes and then you walk for 30 or 40 minutes, just really like zombie walking, you know, and then uh, that's all morning. You'll have a little teaching in the morning, you know, and then noon you'll have lunch and a little break and then you come back in the later afternoon, mid afternoon you do again, sit, walk, sit dinner and then another sit and then maybe a little talk at night before you go to bed at night so it's like that's it for you know so you do get a talk at night we don't get a talk oh they do yeah they do a little teaching kind of thing a oh. dharma kind of talk and uh during the week if you're doing a seven to ten day retreat like every other day or um depending on the teacher or something they'll, that you can have uh conversations with the teacher like how's your practice going kind of stuff like that so it was pretty intense and my goal and what i did for the first five years of my practice was um 
I wanted to do a month every year and I couldn't do a full month because because my little homie here, Yo-Yo, Echo, couldn't leave him for that long. But uh, he let me leave for seven to ten days. So I was doing, did about a week to two week retreats, about four of those a year. What I was doing, you know, it's really deep in my practice. It was really, I was really beneficial and uh, got a lot of benefits from that. But, you know, and I, I wanted to say, though, that that's not, we don't all have to do that. I was, yeah, I was just going to ask you because yeah. it's not necessary, right? It's I mean, not, it's, no, like, it's, it's no. dependent on the person. Yeah, and right. it's, it's really a cool thing if there's some really in-depth stuff and it got me, uh, it opened my mind to want to go, and my heart, to go deeper with some of the stuff that uh, actually, what, where I think mindfulness for me, after getting, letting the thoughts kind of do their thing and go, you know, pass and not be so personal, I started to get into this heart, like these emotions and where these emotions came come from and all this childhood stuff whatever it was and all there's so more healing came and that's where a lot of my addiction came from you know is these uh, these stories as I was holding on to you know inside you know in my heart and my emotions you know so I got to see those and find different modalities to help um tr- uh, I don't even know the word <sighs> cope no, not cope. You think it's almost Shut like um, allowing yourself to feel them and yes. forgive yourself and have yes. it like be okay. Yes. And like, and be able to accept it and learn from it and almost, almost uh, appreciate where you are now because of what you've learned and what you've experienced. I mean, for sure. Or something along those it's lines. It's along those lines. And uh, for me, it's like it went, like I said, once the mind the chatter starts to go away. You start getting into the emotional part of where we hold on to all these stories, the somatic experience of stuff. And what I mean by stories is what I was told when I was a kid. How was it held, not held? Uh, you know, I was a very sensitive kid. And I was told a lot of times that uh, crying wasn't okay in certain ways. You know, go to your room, don't be such a sissy, whatever it was, yeah. you know. And that carried on into my adulthood, into my child. you know. It's like, so it was like a lot of... Uh, messages you know and then you know, more than more stuff than that but some of the traumatic stuff that um i was uh, craving drugs and alcohol to get rid of those kind of things so mindfulness allowed me to be get in touch with those things and be okay with it and in, and uh and uh i can't change the story really you know i can be my own caregiver now like it's cool you know i'm not i ain't leaving you you're cool you know that little five-year-old still in there the 12 year old whatever all those times when uh traumatic stuff happened in my life you know so yeah so you're saying you have split personalities yeah i know that sounds super weird no but it does sound super weird but it is that i'm just we hold the whole story in here. you know what i mean so yeah so joey's doing okay right now (laughs) (laughs) the joey (laughs) i'd be tripping out if all of a sudden you just had like this weird little kid voice or something (laughs) (laughs) and this is who i met (laughs) 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 but yeah i mean not to get too deep but that's kind of where so the practice meditation can totally get us to to the mind just to slow down calm down it doesn't get rid of the thoughts but once we start going there then we can go for me there's a transformative path of uh, the heart the emotions because that's where it's at and they call that the heart mind you know there's this whole story here what what drives us to crave and cling and hate, you know? So uh, yeah, that's 
path. And when you started teaching, where were you teaching at? Were you kind of like, did you have a home base or did you travel? Um, like maybe people would yeah. put together groups and you'd kind of yeah. show up and, and you'd facilitate. Yeah. Uh, I first started teaching at a rehab up here in um, Scotts Valley called uh, The Camp. And it was it was interesting because a friend of mine was uh, being asked to do some teaching there. And he lived in L.A. And uh, he's like, I can't do it, but Joe can totally do it. I'm like, what? <laughs> At this point, I, had you taught? I before? can? No. <laughs> he walked across the Wait, rice what? paper yeah. and not left the footprints? <laughs> no, not at all. And I'm like, sure, yeah, this sounds great. I, something I'd be interested in doing, you know. So, uh, And I was doing a little bit of um, uh, learning how to facilitate these kind of mindfulness recovery groups here and there. And I was taking some into um, the, like some outreach programs into some rehabs and stuff through a different program called Refuge Recovery. Um, but when I started doing this, it was just my own thing. I didn't want to go into a rehab with um, another uh, another program. You know, they got enough programs. I just wanted, this is a tool of mindfulness that could help you with some stress, some emotional awareness, some emotional intelligence, and it's helped me to um, recover from addiction and, and a lot of other, other things. Recover from uh, standing in a Starbucks line. I just want a cup of coffee. I know, because <laughs> how does that make you feel? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> how do you feel? Stress. Standing at the DMV. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Anywhere. Yeah. Walking post, the post office. Yeah, walking into my house. <laughs> Swear to God. I pause before I go right. to my house. How am I holding sure. my body right now? You know, because right. I'm going like, what's going on? Piles. Right. <laughs> yes. Know? Yeah. Where are the piles? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like. Ah, piles of stuff. Just, okay. How am I, how am I meeting myself? An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. Something that uh, I've experienced, I think that you've touched on too, is when I've, I mean, I've gone through a lot of different stuff, um, stressful situations the past couple of years, a few years. And I remember... Like something that I've worked on and that someone had told me was basically, because, you know, I, I had a lot of insecurities all growing up. Like, like you said, yeah, like yeah. things that I didn't even realize that had happened or I had heard or things I thought when I was really young, yeah. that it wasn't until things that felt catastrophic that all of that was like coming to the surface. Yeah. And, you know, and I deal with like, um, you know, insecurities that come and go all the time. And the idea that, these thoughts or that moment when you close your eyes and you're you're kind of stuck with all those thoughts and it's like a really yeah. scary place is the learning that you know we're gonna have these thoughts all the time and just like birds flying in the sky like we yeah. can't control them but we can control if we let them build a nest in our hair or if we yeah. let them bother us so it's like you know i know that me and gina had talked about coming to your practice on yeah, sundays yeah. and um 
it's a it's a wonderful tool to practice and for me it's something that you know i, I think i'll continue to have to work at yeah, for sure for you know sure. but um being able to hear them and let them go yeah for sure well that's you know i love that you're using the senses and i love the bird because it's so everything's so impermanent even our thoughts and our emotions they they come and go but we just hold on to them the only thing that keeps them alive is us you know but it's just like the meditation can start with just hearing you know like uh sound comes and goes so you're just focusing on hearing coming and going you know and, and it's not personal just like the thoughts will come and go it's not personal it's the ones that we start taking everything so personal you know and it's unsatisfactory you know to cling to them to crave to push them away really because all we're doing when we're pushing away those negative emotions, those negative thoughts, is like holding un- holding a beach ball underwater, right? right <laughs> Nothing yeah. to see. I'm cool, totally cool. And you let go, and the I'm beach cool ball just kind of plumps up. You're like, it reminds Shit. me. It reminds me of that that <laughs> meme of the. It's a meme in the Cards Against Humanity, and it's the the house is on fire, and the the cartoon dogs out front, and it says, "I'm fine." Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm totally. Yeah. I'm totally fine. And and it's difficult, you know, it's like you don't want to go totally in, but if we can cut, touch the edges of some like you're talking about the past kind of shit that we're holding on to still, we can touch the edges of it. It's kind of like doing a yoga pose. You don't want to go all the way into the stretch. You go right to it, take a breath, come back out, and maybe the next time you can go back into it a little bit more. And then that's where stuff can be healed when we start healing it or seeing it, feeling it, and uh, being free from it. I always like saying that, you know, for me, I, I needed to get out of the why I feel this way. Because the why, I could tell you a million, that person, that situation, this situation, and it just get me more heated. But once I started saying, what am I feeling and where do I feel it in the body? It started like getting out of the head, you know, and I, I could uh, be with these feelings a little bit more and more tender and bring some kindness to it. Like, oh, of course that story's still there. Yeah, I remember you saying that to me. You're like, "Well, where where do you feel that?" And I was like, "What yeah, do you I know, mean?" I know it's it's. I, what do you mean? And then, and then you were like, "No, no, no!" But you were right though. You yeah. said you said like, "Where do you feel it?" Like, is it? And you like were trying to explain it to me. And I was like, "It's in my throat." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I could feel like when I get stressed out, like I'll be like, like yeah. holding you my just scream it like, out. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. right here. Totally, I just want to yeah. dig it out. That's a place. It's yeah. here. The chest, the belly. Mine's like yeah. It's mine for me. It's like in my in my lungs. Yeah. And in my chest. I remember mm-hmm. I used to get anxi- anxiety really anxiety, bad when yeah. I was in high school, and this is like before I even knew I had anxiety. Hey guys, I suffer with anxiety. If you didn't know, um, <laughs> <laughs> bringing it out. Yeah, I love just it. Just letting you guys know. But like in high school, I remember I'd be like in class, and like something would come over me, and I would literally need to lay on the ground yeah. that's called a panic attack yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but to me i was like i feel really uncomfortable like in my clothes in my body yeah. in my in my skin can i get out of this skin yeah for sure and that's the whole thing and that's one thing i, I teach the, the kids at, at the hall and in and in the rehabs is that i finally feel okay in my skin because i haven't i've never felt strong enough i never felt smart enough i never felt handsome enough you know so it was like never enough you know, always, and the only thing that made me feel enough was drugs and alcohol. You know, getting outside of myself, but this has learned to help me um, stay within myself and like, oh, I'm totally enough, you know, mm-hmm. for the most part, with yeah, room to grow. I'm enough exactly. with room we to all, grow. Yes. <laughs> grow. <laughs> um, so you started teaching. Yeah. And you've been teaching for how many years now? It's been about 
three, I guess, three or four years, maybe. I'm not totally sure. I started doing one group at one rehab, and then actually, it, it, was, it was a different. It was yeah. There was a couple different re. There was a couple in San Jose, okay. and then yeah. So it, yeah. But now you have a new venture, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What do you mean you no, think no. so? <laughs> what <laughs> we know so. What do you, what adventure are you talking about? Venture. Well, word on the street is that uh, you're starting a podcast starting po- yeah, I don't, this is the weirdest thing right you, i need to ask you all a bunch of questions hey, i'm just letting you know that yeah. uh i never thought i would do a podcast yeah it's the weirdest thing so, <laughs> and i really never thought i would do a podcast well, a friend of mine so the first they the gave me the idea so i i do these these groups in the rehabs and stuff like that and they you know they're there for 30 to 90 days and then we build a relationship. They really like the meditations and stuff. And then they're leaving like, okay, so how do I do this at home with you? And I'm like, uh, I guess I, you're I, I live, yeah. you all to my home. Yeah. <laughs> we live in Arkansas or whatever. And, uh, they do have a YouTube or a podcast. I'm like, Shh, I don't even know what that world means or what even that word means. So yeah, that was being asked more and more. And then a friend of mine just recently, I took a writer's workshop. I'm starting to do this memoir kind of stuff and, uh, writing about my, uh, music stuff and and recovery and um took a writer's workshop and an old friend of mine and she she does this uh she does her instagram is spiritual as fuck spiritual af Uh and um you know it's all about spirit being spiritual but not spiritual (laughs) 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 you know it's still talking about farting and pooping and whatever you know being a person you know so really cool and like we've been we were talking about i'm like oh that's how you know it's like yeah, like I just I'm in who I am, and that's like, but I still have this practice, you know. So she liked what I was doing, so we teamed up, and we're doing um, it's basically her, hers, but we're doing it together, and it's called a uh, spiritual spiritual af dot 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 or whatever. <laughs> and I'm I'm the whatever. <laughs> that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like I'm the whatever, yeah, which is go, super I, cool. Yeah, yeah. I like I'm being the whatever. So we just started doing that, and that's like really in the infants. We did one little kind of test thing, and it was cool. We just talked for a long time, and it was really great. And um, so we're going to continue doing that. And uh, offshoot, I'm going to kind of do my own thing where people can go home and take in like a practical mindfulness teaching kind of thing like i want to start with like a series of you know let's see if we can do like a couple days three days a week or something of a 10 minute meditation and this is a guided meditation towards it or ways we can deal with stress or anger in in an everyday situation you have kids you have work you have you know um just that enough is hard yeah waking up is hard (laughs) to frick enough (laughs) well i'll tell you like i've been i remember i was trying to get into uh mindfulness and like meditating and things like that so i started following following headspace yeah yeah it's great okay great app, really yeah. great yeah, yeah um but i will tell you too that eve like for me uh everything that you're doing and like even just like um sit chill or what, what was the game called still chilling still chilling yeah yeah it just uh and the okay okay it's i'm trying to get my words out yeah I think I know so what you're good. trying to say even the sound of your voice and your being is so calming and it feels good. So like I would automatically, I feel, I feel more confident in my ability to learn better mindfulness and be able to get through, um, like a, a session and make me feel better by like 
following you yeah. and doing that and listening to those uh, more than what I've been Just able to find so far. Like, yeah, yeah. A real person. Well, that's the thing too. And the funny, there's a couple of things and thank yeah, you for that. Yeah. I love that <laughs> reflection because it's been set, told me to me before and it's like, that's great. And the funny thing is, is I'm a, a singer in a punk band. So mm-hmm. it's oh, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. usually screaming. Yeah, tell know? them all your bands you've been in. <laughs> uh, well, Fury 66. Yeah. Crucial Unicorn. <laughs> Crucial Unicorn. <laughs> uh, Audio Crush. And, uh-huh. the, and now The Deathless. And it's just fun now. You know, it's like, it's always been fun, but it was more of a thing. But anyway, with that, and, and um, so that's cool that my voice is calming. I like yeah. that. But uh, also, I think it's such a, it's it's a huge thing. Like I said earlier, you don't want to go into this bad neighborhood alone. The bad neighborhood being our mind, you know. So it's like when I'm doing my meditations or I'm talking, I'm, I'm trying to stay in my body as well because I'm practicing as well. You know, it's like I don't want to abandon this. I'm talking about myself, you know, because I can be like, what do they want me to say, you know. You're like. Gandalf <laughs> taking all of us to our Middle Earth. Yes, definitely. Dude, I love that for Straight sure. Up. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's super cool. And I, I love that, you know, the workout thing too. My, here's another dream, and it's a dream that I've been thinking about a long time, is bringing mindfulness into a workout, actually. Because, you know, how the, the intervals kind of stuff, like, how can we see that panic state mm-hmm. and get into stay in the body not like oh, oh and like i gotta leave you know how you just fucking squirm fight or around. flight i'm yeah. the flight for sure exactly she's so more of a fight we, we yeah exactly <laughs> how do we um because if we can bring if we can bring mindfulness to it because you know right it's like it's the faster your heart rate goes back down mm-hmm. is the healthier you are so if we could do that that'd be super cool and i, I used to do it on the rower with uh, yeah. a guy that used to train me and it was super cool i feel my feet I'm like, okay, and I'd feel just that, that energy come up to my heart, and then the panic set in. You can watch it come. You breathe, and then you can watch it go. Yeah. It's super cool, and that's what mindfulness is, watching it come and watching it go. Well, and a lot of, like, my training or, like, when I've coached too, and, like, dep- it all, you know, a lot of it depends on, like, what is the goal of this workout? What are we doing? But a lot of people, I would say, um, that are very highly competitive in, like, my, in my sport and CrossFit are definitely doing that. Yeah, but what's okay. not be, what, But what's not being done is probably the masses, you know, and think about the 99% of people that are training, you know, to like have a physical, um, healthier lifestyle, but also a lot of people go to the gym for mental health too. So for them to start learning how to be aware of how they feel in the middle of those workouts, not only is it going to help them be practicing how to stay calm yes. and calm their mind, but it's also helping them on like an athletic front. You're learning what different efforts feel like. You're yeah. recognizing that you can replicate that, yeah. and then you can better, you know, um, decide, you know, how you're going to attack a workout. Yeah. Or, you know, you already know. For me, it's like when I have felt like I've I've done workouts that have been so demanding and physically yeah. painful and mentally tough. That now it's like any time a workout, my coach programs something, sometimes it can feel intimidating, yeah. but I've already felt like what I would think is like the hardest so yeah, yeah, physical, I've, yeah. you know, breathing wise, muscle wise yeah. to where nothing is scary anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know that it's going to be work and it's mm-hmm. going to be hard, yeah. but that I, I've already been there. I've already yeah. taken myself there. But not everybody has. But not everyone has. Yeah. And so the masses, you know, it's like when you start doing 
CrossFit or any sort of HIIT training or intensity for the yeah. first time, if you've never felt that before, you think you're it's, dying. You're dying. Well, and the body is like, like, oh, the endorphins feel so killer. Like, yeah, your body's dying. That's what's going on. So it's like, <laughs> you don't want to ride that, but it's like, how can you work with that? Because it is, mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's good to get there, but it's good to come back as well. Yeah. You know, cause all of a sudden then our workouts are a new addiction. Yep. Right. And we're just running from whatever's going on. So mm -hmm. can we do that and be with? Yeah. I think there can be such a it's powerful like threshold thing training yeah. for the mind because like yeah. threshold training physically there is, is a threshold. it's pushing your boundaries, pushing your limits, your speed, your intensity to the point where you physically your technique starts to falter a little bit. And then we pull back. We ease pull off, back, yeah. ease off the gas. Knowing that discernment, come, right? Yeah. Of when to pull back. And when, once you come back to like, you're back to where, you know, you're, you should be, your yeah. technique is there, your form is there. Then we push it again. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. as we sort of, ride that line and 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 th uh do like threshold training through a workout or through you know whatever it is you're doing at the time we that's how we get better yeah that's how absolutely. you get stronger well it's the same thing with mindfulness the same if you mm -hmm. think about it right it's like you want to push those limits but then knowing when to come back and then maybe next time you can go further and like you said now you can go into a workout where you know that pain mm -hmm. now we know that with meditation i know that suffering I'm familiar with it. It doesn't own me anymore. It's still there. Doubt, self-doubt is still there. But it doesn't, I'm not chained to it. Whereas like, I didn't, couldn't get out of my bed for some days. I was like, this sucks. You know, I felt that pit in my stomach. Whereas like, now through mindfulness, I've, I've been with it. I know that feeling. And I'm, I'm uh, met it with some kindness, you know, touched the edges mm -hmm. and, and came back and forth. Same thing with the, the training. I like that. I like that. So it'd many be, parallels. Yeah. It'd be super cool. In fact, if any of you guys are listening, um, <laughs> I know a lot of, um, there are, there are gyms that are really big with like, uh, like rehab and with, yeah. um, you know, people that were addicts and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But I work I'll, at one up in yeah, Watsonville. It's like, you, it would be very cool to be able to like bring you in to sort of do that. Yeah. Yeah. You I, know, yeah. facilitate some mindfulness, yeah, I, I, you know, that, some I, still chilling while they're training. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's all about like, watching that panic state come yeah because if you really you pay attention it. you can see it you and, and, and you can see it come and you can see it go but we're still like no no this sucks rolling around the floor yeah. whatever running around or not even like Ugh. that's me you know Quitting. what i mean though yeah. <laughs> Quitting. but if we could pause and like you can watch like i said i watched it i would go to my feet and they'd be pulsating and then it would just go up my whole body into my chest and this panic like I can breathe and then I go okay what is not panicking right now and I'd go to like my earlobes that's not panicking and <laughs> yeah. I'd focus on that and then it'd come back to my heart and then there's places in your body that's not panicking yeah you know and then if you that's the kind of bringing your awareness somewhere else that focus still chilling yeah <laughs> that's really cool because like for me like if I'm having like I'm like you know a meltdown <laughs> or like that anxiety that is like debilitating I for me it's like if I can just I what I need is I need to exert myself so much that I'm forced into the meditative state yeah. that I I know so well and by the end of it it's almost like I've exerted all of those nerves so much that I'm I finally have peace yeah you know and so for me it's like what I need to practice and what I need to get better at is being able to find that yes without having Without needing to go for a run, yes, or without yes, needing yes. to like immediately beat the crap out of yourself, yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and that, be able and be able to so do it cool with like if that. I'm in the car, yeah. like I obviously can't I can't yeah. do a workout right now, yeah, you know. So being able to now for me learning to train to find that same state yeah. with 
being still absolutely versus needing to like, cause right now it's, I know that if I'm having like a really, uh, you know, bad moment, it's like I can throw on training, I can run, throw on running shoes and go for a run. And by the end of it, I will definitely feel better. Totally. Yeah. That's not always available. Yeah. Yeah. But being able to sit I love in, at peace is yeah. always available. I feel I, like meditation for me is like, you know, you go to the, we find peace sometimes running or whatever, going just to the ocean, checking out the ocean. Meditation for me is bringing the, the ocean anywhere I go in a sense, you mm-hmm. know, and without being too wooey about it. Wow, I was going to say that is deep. But it is. It's like, because it, you can bring that calm. And it's like I said, it's not always happening for me, but most it's better than it used to be. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just a practice. And just you saying that, is huge is huge there's a knowing in that that you can do it we can do it it just takes some practice and you can find that peace in any throughout because what happens too is when we get we go outside of ourselves to find that peace when all that is finished and gone we then we ride out the 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 runner's high or whatever it may be what's still there all that fucking pain Mm -hmm. it's all still there we just ran from it for a while so what mindfulness can do for us is transform the story. So like I said, it's still there, but it's not as like debilitating anymore. We don't need to run it away anymore. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, that's what it's been for me. That's been uh, the most beneficial. That's why I'm so into this practice, not just to chill my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. But to transform the story that I've been telling myself my whole life, you know, not good enough. Uh, whatever the story mm-hmm. it goes on and on the inner tyrant you know so, yeah. love that you said that Brooke yeah. that's super cool yeah what time on well one you teach on Sundays here in Santa Cruz not Sundays um well, what day is it oh Tuesdays so uh, I was t- oh, teaching oh, are we taking a break from that one yeah so I'm starting a new group um and it, uh, right up here actually by you yeah. Oh, perfect. Uh, uh, Pacific I'm Cult- really going to have to go. Yeah, Pacific Cultural <laughs> Center right there on the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Wednesdays, but it's movie night. Oh, man. Every, every third oh, Wednesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. definitely can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just going to do once a month for now. Um, so I'm going to do my own group once a month. That's what I can commit to. And what time to. is that going to be at? It's going to be at 7. Cool. So be, and it's for anybody. It's like, it's it's you do not need to be a buddhist to do this <laughs> like, good because i'm a bootyist yes exactly we're all bootyist in there so that's what the main thing is i just i want to do it at, you know it's a yoga center but it's, it's you know it's all good um whoever whether you don't have a practice at all if you have a dedicated practice just come we can all just uh, fumble around what's going on you yeah. know and learn maybe a skill that can help us out in in uh everyday life yeah all right so where can we find you and then just one more time yeah. give them the name of of the podcast and okay. um maybe if you see if you don't know when it's launching it do you know when it's launching i don't know when it's launching okay um, well then we can yeah. let them know okay we'll we'll yeah. do we'll do me and gina are gonna go and do joe's practice yes yes please and report back yeah and we'll report sick. back we'll yeah, talk yeah. about how it went cool, and we'll, cool. at that time we'll probably have a an actual in, date for you that's starting in, in august cool. so you have some time to prep well yeah and i think i've been saying that i'm going to come for yeah, i don't no, know yeah. how many yeah. <laughs> joe's like i don't i don't believe it i'm just gonna show up at your house <laughs> and we'll do it outside yeah, i was gonna say we just want you on speed I, dial I, I, I'm, I'm totally down with private sessions okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
especially for y'all. Yeah, yeah, okay. we, should, we should do that. Yeah, we'll get the family discount. Yes. Okay, cool. In in, in the meantime, it just uh, Joe Clement, Joseph Clements, um, on my IG, and then we'll post some stuff up there. That's C L E M E N T S. Yeah. So it's underscore Joseph dot Clements underscore. Is it really? Yeah, there's all kinds oh, of other Josephs so- out there. I know it sucks. <laughs> and I don't want any spiritual Jewett and whatever. You know, it's like. <laughs> I feel like there'd be like a spiritual coffee shop or yeah, something. Yeah, like, I don't whatever. Know. Uh, <laughs> wait, okay, so what, say it again. Underscore. Underscore Joseph dot Clements underscore. Underscore. Yeah, Got it. Yeah. But okay. if you type in Joseph Clements, you'll find me. Yeah. In IG. And a few other ones. Probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Check him out. Also, he is in a band. It's the deathless the deathless <laughs> and uh yeah guys check them out maybe we should play some still chilling yes that's what we'll do we'll come to the house for still chilling first that'll be me and gina's introduction <laughs> let's do it i'm totally down we'll, yeah. we'll play still chilling <laughs> yeah. and then echo and then after you do that, still chilling okay you'll, you'll lead it echo does that okay. mean you're gonna try to are you gonna try to make me laugh okay oh no <laughs> all right guys well thank you so much right, joe for you. coming on yeah, and appreciate you both awesome conversation and me and Gina are definitely going to start becoming way more mindful. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'm pretty mindful in my training, but now I'm going to learn to be mindful in life. Uh, and Gina's going to learn to be mindful in her training and in life. (laughs) (laughs) And I need, I need to get some training in too. So we'll we'll talk about that later. That was really good. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to be working on that. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Joe. All right, guys, remember to rate, review, subscribe, five-star rating, pretty please, and uh, we really appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, Listen to this, practice, and share it with your friends. Check out Joe, and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye, guys. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extrahelp extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.